Welcome to my Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. If this is your first time here, I recorded four episodes especially for you to help you eliminate the fights right away and start connecting with your boy as soon as possible. Go to episodes 54 through 59. I have four boys of my own and I know better than anyone how much you want to have a good relationship with your boy and all the things that can come in your way. If you are a mom of boys, I am the coach for you. Let's go. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? We're doing so well. I'm doing well. We finally opened our ski season. It's pretty late January, but I'm excited. Uh, We went skiing with all four kids, and it was the first time that we went skiing with uh, one little one who had that little accident with his head. And he's doing well, and we're excited to be back to regular activity. So that's the big news in my household. In other news, I want to talk to you guys about this one thing, this one practical thing that you can do that I do daily. Of course, I'm not perfect at it, but that I do daily that you can do to have the best relationship with your son And actually, if you apply it to any other relationship, it will do magic. So it is is called holding space for your son. And I did borrow this concept from my life coaching um, world because when I got trained to be a life coach, we are trained to hold space for our clients. And what that means is to allow... Um, time and space for the client's um, feelings and whatever is going on for them, it is all okay. And so when you are with your son, if you can practice being okay with whatever's going on for him, then you can uh, be that safe space for him that he would be loving being at, okay? So let's back up a bit and think, what is the best relationship that we want to have? What does it look like? Well, it can look like many different things, but uh, for me, I wrote down a couple of things. What, what does it mean for me to have the best relationship with my boy? And I would love it if they feel comfortable coming to me and sharing their best news with me or their worst, right? I want to be that person for them to come to if they need any advice, if they need an opinion, if they need to just vent, if they want to share something great. I want to be that person. I want to be that special someone who's there for them no matter what. And so that to me is a great relationship when they trust me, when they want to share things with me. And so that's a great relationship for me. So how do I make that happen? Well, it all starts now, wherever you are, if your son is two, if he's 12, 20, if he's 42. How are you reacting to him when he shares things with you? And even if it's great things, right, we are always, always judging whatever he's telling us. 
either we're judging it as great and we're telling him, oh, good job, right? I'm so happy for you. Or, oh my gosh, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. How could you do this? Or we are concerned and we're giving him advice. Uh, or we're worried about his future. So we're telling him things that he should do to avoid things or to make things happen. We're constantly are applying our opinion on what he's doing or saying. Now, what I'm suggesting is to put, put a little pause between uh, him telling you things and you sharing your opinion. You can still tell him your opinion, and I'm sure you will, but I want to suggest that you implement a pause. And that pause will be that container of holding space for what's going on for him. For example, right, I have little kids. My kids are between 5 and 10 right now. So, and this also works for any age person. Like, really, it works with my husband, with my mom, with my best friend. So, when they have emotion or when they're telling me something, I simply am there to witness that moment, okay? I tell myself, okay, just Hold your reactions until later, okay? Don't react right away, just be there, okay? Because so often what the other person needs is just to have a space environment to process that emotion, to experience what they're going through. Not to have advice thrown at them, not to have um, like any um, consoling right? Not to have anything. They just want, most of the time, they just need to process that emotion. Like if they're, if they're upset and tired, they just want to process that. And once they have processed it and you have witnessed it and kind of held space for that, they will move out of that emotion and they don't need anything else. They don't need any advice. They don't need any um, um, things to make them feel better. No, that the the point here was just to have felt that emotion and just to um, be present with it. And once they've done it, that's it. The job is done most of the time. There, yes, of course, there's some times where when they do need input, like advice or an opinion or a question or something like that. And if you see that is the case, you and it is asked for, of course, of course, I want you to you know be that person for them. But holding space for your son means uh, not having any judgment. Suspend your judgment. And here's how we are taught as life coaches. We are taught to hold space for your client, for our client, not to have any judgment on what they're saying or doing or thinking. And we're also taught that we need to hold space for our judgment, Right? So we are practiced, we practice seeing, okay, this is what's going on for my client, or this is what's going on for my son, and I'm also seeing my own judgment over here on the side. I acknowledge you, my judgment. For example, I acknowledge that you're excited for your son, or I acknowledge that you're worried about your son, or whatever's going on. And I see you there, and I'm not going to react to either one of you just yet. I'm just going to sit here and witness what's going on here for my son without involving my own opinion of it, okay? And once you're able to do that, then 
your son will feel like it is safe for him to come to you with anything, right? Because we do want him to come to us with any concern or fear or when they grow up, anything that they have done that's terrible, right? You, I know, I don't know about you, I'm, I think you are, will be like me, but if it's me, I do want him to come to me if he's in trouble because I want to help him. I don't want him running away, right? And that takes practice. You can't just automatically, um, out of nowhere, not judge something so terrible that he's done in the future if you have never practiced it before. So I want to invite you to practice suspending your judgment, even just for a little bit, starting when they're little or when they're, you know, starting today, whatever your son's age is now, start today. And I want you to to just notice your judgment with a bit of compassion. You are human. And uh, disclaimer, of course, I still have all the judgments too, right? I'm human. I'm a mom. I want the best for my sons. And so I still have that. And I'm not perfect. Sometimes I do let my son know my judgment right away without any pause. But as I practice it, it becomes a lot easier for me to press pause and to just listen and to just be there. And if I just press pause long enough, sometimes I witness that he has resolved his own issue right before my eyes without me even saying it. That one of my sons is exactly like that. Actually, a lot of them, all, all of them. If I just get out of the way and I just hold that safe space for them to experience whatever they're experiencing, I witness that they move through that emotion, move through that concern problem that they're thinking they're having, and they come out on the other end feeling relieved. They've processed it. They figured out how they're going to move forward with that problem. And all I had to do was just be there and provide that non-judgmental uh, atmosphere, environment, for them to feel safe, to explore their feelings, to feel their feelings. And let me just check my notes. So for you to practice this, you will need to have a little bit of discipline with yourself and practice doing it, right? Practice just not seeing your opinion right away. Just say, okay, I can tell them later. Right now, I'm just going to listen to him. I, I can tell them later or I can tell them tomorrow. Um, so, and it takes practice and it takes also being willing to be wrong sometimes, right? To, to be wrong and to tell him your opinion and to have, to have that human moment where he is upset about your opinion. And that will also be your guidance when you tell him your opinions and they're not invited and he does not want to hear them you will see, oh, right, this actually does not work when I'm trying to solve it for him, when I'm trying to fix it for him. Hmm, maybe I'll try doing nothing and just letting him figure it out and being quiet. Let's try that. Uh, let me just check my notes. So noticing your judgment. So that will be a big part for you is as you start doing this, you will notice how you're judging it you're either are judging it in a good way, like, yay, this is good, good job, or in a bad way. And just 
see, you know, let it be there in the corner. Just see it in your peripheral vision and not don't react to it. Um, so just to review, I want to invite you to try this out with whoever you want, with your son. I'm well, know for a fact it will create amazing results. If you just press pause, suspend your judgment for a little bit and hold space for whatever's going on for your son. That means not telling him your opinion and just listening and waiting and, you know, trying to be impartial, right? Imagine that he is somebody that is not in your family and he's a stranger. For example, how would you react to that, right? You would probably be a lot more detached from the outcome. You would probably not have an agenda. Like, you know, with strangers, we don't have an ad- or, you know, our hopes and dreams that the stranger will do great, right? We don't know them. We're just more curious. So practice that with your son. Just, you know, suspend it. Kind of be neutral ground and listen. Watch your judgment on the side. See there and don't react. Okay, so practice being that safe space for your son without judgment. Right? Because so often they don't need any feedback. They just want to... um, Process the emotion that they're going through. And often it's by sharing, right? Little kids, young kids, if they're used to sharing, they will share. And just by sharing, they will move through that emotion. Um, Grown-ups, the same thing with grown-ups. So often we just want to um, share something great that's going on for us, something not so great, something that we're working on. Sometimes we don't need, we don't want an opinion, Uh, And we just want to talk through it, brainstorm, explore our own thoughts about it. And we just need a safe space to do it in. And so often, like, other people can provide it for us. But if they share their judgments, we will less likely want to do that with them, right? Especially if they're not favorable opinions, right? So I would love to hear your feedback on this. How does holding space work for you? Have you tried it with your son, anyone? I would love to hear how that's working for you. If you're having any struggles with that, I would love to help you also because that's a tool that uh, can be amazing for any relationship. So if we can fine-tune it for you, let's do it. Uh, You can always uh, email me at uh, natalia at coachingnatalia.com or sign up for a free session with me. Uh, Go to my website, www.coachingnatalia.com and then go to the sign up for a free session tab and just pick a time that works for you and we'll chat. I'm always here for you guys and uh, I hope that you and your son have an amazing relationship and you are holding space for him and yourself. Okay, guys, I love you all so much, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.